Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, Kane here, as always, to leverage the awesome information coming from DynastyTradeCalculator.com to help us and you and anyone you want to show this podcast to, which, you know, everyone, show it, just show it to everyone. I know you want to have that inside information, but we we want to get paid. I mean, that's that we get paid per listen, right? That That's, that's how it works? Yeah. I'm getting very weird looks. No, it's not how it works. But still... We are here to help talk about trade values, one position, one conversation. And for the first time in, I tried to figure out how long it was, but I couldn't figure it out. Kane is going to go first in talking about quarterbacks. So who do you got for us, Kane? Yeah, so let's talk quarterbacks here. Um, one guy that we have to talk about, this is a guy that hasn't uh, seen the field at all. Um, so we have to talk about uh, Desmond Ritter. Okay. Uh, who is currently the that. backup quarterback at Atlanta. And, you know, we can t- we can get into how bad Mariota has been on any throw past about seven yards, if we really want to, and how badly he's overthrown Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts tries to lead everyone in air yards, um, which is impressive because he's open by like five, ten yards, and then Mariota throws it over him five, ten yards, which is well done. Like... um that, that's fun. If you add those two together, he opened by so many yards. Exactly. Uh, so that's great for us um, in our point per air yard league. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but unfortunately, uh, we don't all play in those. Um, so the first thing that we have to get through is is the value. So right now it's a mid-23 first. Or excuse me, mid-23 second. Uh, so do you want Ritter or do you want that mid-23 two? I'll take... Oh, man. You know, I was about to say pretty easily I'll take the pick, but, like, I keep forgetting that he was drafted in the third. It's the same thing with Malik Willis. Like, I'm stuck to, like, I find myself just like, well, next year when they give him the shot, I'm like, well, but Ritter was drafted in the mid-second this year. We haven't seen anything from him right now. I guess I stick with the pick because with the depth of the top of this year's coming draft, I'm guessing you'll be able to get a better quarterback in the middle of the second. If one does fall around there, or at least the value of the player you get in the middle of the second will still be higher than Ritter. And I mean, that's assuming he doesn't step on the field and like Mahomes or Matt Flynn, I keep going to Matt Flynn, but I realize that just ages us at this point because i'm sure there's plenty of people listening that don't know who that is or what i'm referring to but like you know mahomes came out the last week of his rookie year and like threw three touchdowns matt flynn threw like five got signed by the seahawks in 2012 and they drafted russell wilson and he started anyway um so i think i'm sticking with the pick for now i will I I might go ahead and take Ritter. <laughs> uh, I think that's a fair price to give up to him. My is, concern yeah. is he's not beaten out Marcus Mariota, but then I can pretty You're easily they tell care enough to let him do that right now. As I was saying, 
then I can pretty easily tell myself <laughs> Arthur Smith is the coach that's deciding who is starting at the quarterback spot. So maybe I actually should like Ritter even more because clearly he's not using him. Um, I, I don't know how they haven't made that switch. Like what in the hell are you seeing from Mariota that, that I just, I don't get it. Like take a look. Russ is putting up a W sign. No, they are not winning. They're not winning. Look at their record. They're not winning. Yes. They won a few games. They are not a winning team. Like they're well, not. They shouldn't be. They're because they're not, and they aren't. So like Arthur Smith can just shut the hell up about trying to win because he's not doing it. Uh, and I understand he doesn't like fantasy. That's fine. But then try to win reality games. Um, Mariota's not doing it. So I think Ritter's got to get a look here. And I'm willing to give up a mid second for a quarterback in a super flex league. I'll take that chance. Um, I, a few weeks from now, after he comes in, maybe he's missing by 15 yards on open receivers. And then I will regret it. But I'll always fire away a second at a young quarterback that has, you know, a little bit of draft stock. Um, and I don't think they're going to finish high enough to replace him with somebody that's uh, like a stud in this draft. Like if they replace him, it's going to be with another quarterback, probably with, you know, similar, similar draft stock, I would think. Um, unless they bring somebody like a vet in or something, I guess that's always an option as well. But uh, I, I think I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the quarterback. So I'm going to go the uh, quarterback. I'm going to take Desmond Ritter mainly for the fact that um, I'm not sure there's really any choices in the mid second for a quarterback next year. Um, I think predominantly there's going to be like four good quarterbacks. And by good, I mean like we'll probably end up going in the first round. And sure, that means that like you'll end up getting some wide receiver that got day two capital um, with that pick. But for now, I think I have a better chance of a value increase. Um going for Desmond Ritter than I do like getting a wide receiver and hoping that that's the one that hits at in that mid second. Um, so I'm going to take that because at some point they have to realize they're out of the playoff race because the Buccaneers keep winning. Um, so at some point they start Desmond Ritter and my cell window is, as is when he's named the starter, right? I don't, if, if I want to move on from, from him, I'm going to get more than a second round pick when he's named the starter. And more than likely, I'd probably go for like a second round pick and maybe like a wide receiver three. And I feel like that already recoups my value pretty nicely for the second that I spent on a guy like Desmond Ritter. Um, so I just looked up real quick because I was curious. The uh, Falcons are four and six. And currently, I'm really loving this tankathon.com site, uh, is 12th overall drafting. Uh, with the, you said there's going to be four quarterbacks drafted in around the first of rookie drafts in dynasty. How early do you see them going in the NFL draft? Are they four top 10 picks? No, probably not a 12. It could, but I think the thing that we have to keep in mind is this is truly one of like the better offensive drafts that we've seen in, in quite a while. Um, so I think that's going to push down um, some, some solid defensive players with the, which the Falcons clearly need. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I could see like Hendon Hooker going at 12 or, you know, Will Levis 
um, being there at 12. I think both of those things can happen. I think Stroud and Young are pretty much top five picks at this point. God, please do not let them draft Will Levis. Weird thing. Um, but you know what I mean? I think that's kind of where we're at. Um, I don't, I think Levis's stock is dropping quite a bit. That's a whole different story and for a different podcast, but, um, I just for you, John, I have a list of three names. Oh my gosh. Only three. Yeah. Uh, because we're focusing on, you know, these, we have a lot of teams right now that are realizing like, Oh, my team wasn't as good as, as it was. So as we thought. So this is all going to be uh, based on rebuilding. So we know that our team isn't good. We're retooling, we're rebuilding for next year and beyond. Uh, there's only three names here because it's Ritter, Malik Willis, and Davis Mills. <laughs> Are the three names? Oh, it's so funny. The one that's actually a starter in the NFL is easily the one that I want the least. Yep. Um, like, not even close, especially if I'm rebuilding. Why bother? Uh, I want the guy. I want the guys that have the bigger upside. We've seen Davis's Mills. Davis Mills is maximum upside. It's not great. It's probably a backup level Andy Dalton. Oh wait, he's also a starter in the NFL right now. Uh, like that's hopefully that's, not for long. No, hopefully not. That's probably his cap. Um, we've seen Willis come in. It didn't look all that great. Uh. But I think I still want Willis slightly above Ritter. So for me, it goes Willis, Ritter, Mills. That's where I am. Uh, I am not going to hold anything Malik Willis does this season against him. This is not a Malik Willis offense. (laughs) And uh, he, from the very beginning, even though when we were talking about him being a first-round pick in the NFL and being the 101 in Superflex drafts, no one, it never seemed to believe that he was like super ready to walk in and be a stud in the NFL. It always seemed like he needed to progress as a passer. So I'm fine, you know, writing this off and waiting for them to work with an offense for him specifically, kind of like we did with, I mean, saying Lamar Jackson isn't really fair, but like if you remember Lamar Jackson's rookie year and the same with Jalen Hurts. It wasn't offenses for them. The reason they did so well in fantasy was because they ran like hell and it worked. So if Willis comes in, plays a couple of games and they let him start running and he looks good, that's even better. But I still, I still think Willis looks for real. Like he looks the part and I'm, I'm still willing to put that upside with him. Even if it, he takes the Jalen hurts arc, right? Like, Okay, good. He's good for fantasy. Is he going to get replaced? Is he good for fantasy? Is he going to get replaced? Okay, no, maybe he's just good. Not to say he will be Jalen Hurts in any way, shape, or form, but I think that's where, like, how my brain is working when it sees Malik Willis. So I'm going to put him on top. And for everything John said, Davis Mills is on the bottom, which just puts Ritter in the middle. Um, I have it uh, Ritter at one. Because he has the weapons, if he ever gets to start, he has the weapons that'll make people think that even if he has a solid game, week one, that like it's gonna just be sky's the limit for him. Um, I also think he has the most chance to actually be the starter next year over Willis, because I think they retain Tannehill um, in in Tennessee. So, um, so I have Willis at two. I do have Mills at three. Um, that's why I kind of mentioned that it's rebuilding or retooling. 
Because yeah. if it's not, then Mills is obviously one for me because I want to start in quarterback. Granted, it's not like great in fantasy points, but the fun thing about that is I get to start him and score a few rather than start the other two and get zero. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think that's that's the difference, but that's that's all I have. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing, Tennessee is going to like moonwalk into the playoffs. So they're they can't get a good draft spot just because of how bad that division yep. is. So it's not like they're gonna be able to get an early draft pick to draft a quarterback. But that might not quick, turn around anytime soon. They might be they might they they should be walking into the playoffs probably for a few years, depending on what Jacksonville does. Trade Derrick Henry away next that, year. And then, that's why that's why I think they retain Tannehill for yeah, another year as well. Why not? Like because they can't yeah, um I remember hearing slash reading and all of this stuff that Ritter was the most quote unquote pro ready QB coming in last year. Like it is that play into anything at all of you caring about Ritter more, or is it literally just you don't care if either of them are good, you are just going to get out the second you can get out at a good price? King, sorry, that was for you. Give me that again. Do you actually care about either of these quarterbacks, Willis or Ritter, or do you just want for their price to spike when they start and then you can get rid of them? Or hearing that Ritter was pro ready coming in, like, do you would you try and ride either of them out? Like Willis's upside or Ritter's weapons with him being quote unquote pro ready last year, if that would really was a thing? Or like or do you just want value and gone? Well, I don't care about any players. Um, I just see them all as values. Uh, so I would prefer if one of them could start so I could cash out on on said value. Um, yeah, but, but if you believe I, in I, the asset to be a good starter, cashing out at a second might not be the right move if you think he's going to do well as a starter. Sure. Um, I think Ritter's fine. I think the but the upside for Ritter is like a low end QB2 is is the upside for him so i don't necessarily see um sure he could increase his value to a first i suppose um because that's kind of going to be the price if he starts basically the rest of the year if we say that yeah he's worth a first um but i think realistically like i would rather cash out on a second than miss the chance to ever cash you know get like a second plus a little bit than ever missed the chance to uh to sell him because if he if they draft something or even hear rumors that they could draft some someone um at the quarterback position in the first two rounds that basically tanks every value that we thought he could have um for the long term um so i guess i would just be risk averse at this point and if i could get a second plus you know uh little little bit even if that's like a wide receiver three something like that um i would gladly do that because i think you end up coming out pretty pretty easy like even if it's like a second round pick and like an alec pierce or someone like that that i can hope for that upside as well um i I think that just benefits my team cool all right now we move on to running back where john actually has a running back to talk about which means we're probably about to get kind of ugly no, I don't think so. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. That is, that's not ugly at all. Okay, I, I feel like his value has been increasing, and it's now in the calculator at a twenty point six, which comes in at a late first in a twelve team superflex uh, PPR or whatever. Um, so, right there, late first, Ramondre Stevenson. I think that is the price. You're definitely not getting him for a second. 
And I, I don't think you have to give up an early first, maybe a mid first, not sure. Um, but I think that's kind of the fair price for him. So I'm curious, what do you guys want? Do you guys want the running back, Ramondre Stevenson, or the pick? Uh, if I'm competing, um, especially if I'm planning on doing that for the next couple of years, um, I want Stevenson. He's under contract for the next three years. Um, this year, 23 and 24, I would rather have that uh, with the way the team's currently performing. The offense basically runs through him if they're going to have any success. So I'd rather have that um, with the caveat that I have to be competing. And that's the assumption that that's pick 11 or 12. But this I'm kind of sure. pushes me over the top with that. You know, I'm curious when we get to the list, then how, how you will rank. Cause I assume obviously if you're competing, you do want the running back, but I'm curious yeah. versus the list of who else you might take once we get there. But before we do Russ, I have had such a hard time clicking the box to offer a first for Stevenson same points wise. It seems like absolutely the right move, but I, are we just too scarred by Bill Belichick's running backs at this point that we can't exactly. do it? Like that is exactly the reason I why. have offered multiple seconds and it has gotten rejected. Um, and even if it does go through this year, are we sure it's going to like Kane was saying, if I'm competing this year, next year, the year after uh, I, I don't feel safe for the rest of this year, no less years in the future. I, I think we're hitting the idea like we did last week with AJ Dillon, where it's probably worth it. I would probably rather do something else, but I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say the pick because if I'm this blah about it, I, I think I, try and do something else with that pick or see if I can work out a different deal to try and get Stevenson that doesn't involve a one. I think I'm probably going to take the pick and uh, it's pretty much what you just touched on Russ. The pick gives me options. Yeah. The Ramondre Stevenson gives me Ramondre Stevenson, Stevenson. (laughs) Um, (laughs) which while not bad, it's just more limiting. Um, I think I, there is definitely, I, I would trade a first, if I'm competing, I would do that trade. Exactly like Kane said, I'm probably not going to send it to the Ramondre Stevenson manager first. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to get rejected for several other players before then. Um, sure. So- no, I, I agree with you, but I think in the vacuum, the assumption is that like, I've already tried to give up that first for the, the list, the list, the list. Here comes right. the list. All right, let's do the list. Uh, and it's, it's Alvin Kamara. Dalvin Cook, Ramondre, and then Najee Harris and Aaron Jones. Those are the five that are all right next to each other in the calculator at the price. Right, I wasn't listening, so you're going to have to do that again. Awesome. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, and Aaron Jones. I'm curious where Najee Harris. That's the one that I'm most curious where he ranks on this list. I can go. Let's hear it. Um, I think the one is very easy for me, and that's Dalvin Cook. I have the same one. Like that—that's not close at all. And um, we're all there. Granted, if you don't know if you're fully competing, like if you can get a first for Dalvin Cook, you you, you should do that. You should. Yeah, like <laughs> just wanna you just wanna get that out there. Three, it's I mean, running gonna... backs. There's two different lists. There's competing. There's not competing. That's just how yeah. it is. If if you're not competing, I don't mind getting a first for any of these running backs. Yep. Just so we're clear. I think 
everyone will agree with that. Take the first and run in that situation. Yeah. So I have Dalvin <laughs> Cook at one. Um, and that's a tier break. Uh, two, three, and four are a tier for me. Um, and that's Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, and Ramondre Stevenson are a tier. Um, and then I have Elvin Kamara at the bottom. Wow. Kamara at the bottom, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I have him second. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still enamored by his possible upside, uh, even though we haven't seen it <laughs> as recently as we'd like. Um, it was like three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. But then he's had some very, 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 very bad games as well. Uh, I actually, we pro- I probably should have pulled up the playoff schedules, especially for Kamara because he's in that South. So he might get, I don't know. When does he play the Falcons and the Panthers? Like when do those matchups fall for him? We have to start thinking about that for the rest of season stuff. I'm not, my brain isn't there yet, but we really need to start doing that. I mean, we we really are there. Uh, Let's see. Carolina won't matter for the playoffs. That's the last week of the season. Should have their playoffs. Darn it. Going then. Oof. He actually has. So he's got the Falcons most likely in the week one of the playoffs. Uh, But obviously your team is going to be so good. Yeah. The Browns and Eagles. That's not ideal. Nope. That's that's I'm, not ideal at all. I might have to bump him down. <laughs> and the fun part is uh there's a bye week in there. What? So his his bye week will be in the not the first week of playoffs but the week before. So if you need Alvin oh, gotcha, Kamara gotcha, gotcha, to gotcha, get yes. you into the playoffs, well he's going to be on a bye. Yeah. Yeah, after looking at that, I I don't think I can put him second on the list. I probably should have looked at that first. Uh he's definitely not second on the list. Go well, Rush. You go with yours. Okay. Well, I also just dropped Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> at, with all of this talking, so I still I have Dalvin Cook first. I have Aaron Jones second, which I will one hundred percent still has bias that I've been a fan of this guy since coming in, and that offense is bad and runs through Aaron Jones and apparently Christian Watson now, but. I have Alvin Kamara third because he does have those spike weeks. Ramondre Stevenson fourth, even though I honestly like this rank, this like those three are kind of a tier to me because I would be cool with all of them if they were on my team and I was trying to score points, but I don't know which I want for how much I would want to pay for them. And then I'm putting Najee on the bottom because even though he's probably more talented than a couple of people on this list, that Steelers team is so bad. And there's no, it's not even Najee's fault, but I want to score points, and he's not doing that. So Dalvin at one and Najee at five for me, the same. Um, and I, I do agree with Dalvin being a tier of his own on this list. He is he is the one where I am starting with. I will offer my first and second. <laughs> if I'm competing yeah. and I want a running back, I will offer that to the Dalvin manager. Obviously, I'm just starting with, you know, hopefully, hopefully that manager is not competing also. Uh, if they are, it's really not worth it. Send it to them. I might still try. Uh, but overall, I look at the the way I go to get running backs. Go to the ba- lo- lowest team in your standings. Check yeah. and see what running back they have. See what you're willing to give. Then go to the second lowest team. Then the third lowest team. You know, that's how you acquire running backs. Um, but so Dalvin, number one. I actually, after, I did originally have Kamara too, um, but I'm moving Ramondre up to two. Uh, after looking at that schedule, because that is, that is a big difference. <laughs> uh, it would be ideal if he would be getting like, you know, the Falcons in the Panthers down the stretch back to, in, in a whole bunch of games, but that's not the case. So that does, that does bump Kamara down even a little bit further for me. 
because uh, now I have Aaron Jones. I'd rather get him than Alvin Kamara as well. So those three, uh, I think, are also a tier for me. And Najee is bottom of the list on his own. Um, just I'm not interested. I, I don't want him for now. I don't want him for next year. Uh, his career probably has derailed. Like it's if it, it's gone downhill fast. If the Steelers go and spend what, like, you know, seven rounds of the draft, if they spend five out of seven of their draft picks, assuming one, you know, nice and clean, one per round on the offensive line, like they literally do nothing but spend on the offensive line, I would think about Najee. But then you year. have a whole, a full rookie offensive line. Like, that's going to take a year to gel. And <laughs> like, then you're looking at 2024. <laughs> Yeah, give it like three or four games of them playing together and he'll start playing what better and better every single game. And then you sell him for closer to Najee Harris prices, as opposed to now it's scary. I, I don't think, I don't think he's moving for a first. I'm curious what he's he been moving last for, week really. in a trade addicts league for a 24 first. Okay. So a 24 first, I, I, I would still want the 24 first, honestly. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, that's obviously not a 23 first. <laughs> so. not. That's not. Yes. That that more than a second, more than a second, less than a first range, but it's still a first. So, alrighty. Um, well, well, you guys may have uh, changed my mind on Ramondre a little bit. Maybe I should go move for him before I look at these other managers. That's uh, I really would have thought I was going to go Dalvin and Kamara and Jones, but I, I do like a little possibility of the future to go along with it, even though, like, uh, like Russ said. To New England, running back, and that will forever be a terrifying adventure. Yep. And that's, I think, why you have a chance of getting him a little cheaper than a first if you're yep. just trading, you know, a different player, potentially. Because um, someone might just want to get out of Ramondre and get out of a Patriots running back. Especially if he has a, like, you know, if they come back from the bye and he has a week where he's not the feature or they, you know, they do anything but use him a bunch after having a bunch of time off and planning. So like if he's not featured in this next week, then I definitely want to go make some offers for him. All right. You guys ready to move on? Yes, sir. I am doing wide receiver and we are talking about, let's see how long ago we talked about him. I'm pretty sure it was preseason because I just wanted to keep talking about Christian Kirk in the preseason. Yeah. I mean, it was episodes 20 episodes ago. Wow, we've been doing this for a while, you guys. Whew. But Christian Kirk, I was a fan. Christian Kirk goes to the Jaguars. I started screaming Christian Kirk wide receiver one from the rooftops, and like 90% of me was joking. He's doing really, really well. Like There was a strain of three weeks-ish recently where, if anything, the Jaguars' offense looked bad as opposed to Kirk looking bad so if it's going up and down with the offense itself I like that better than the player playing poorly right because you at least want your players to be playing well and here's here's what's rough I've I've liked Kirk I've liked the idea of Kirk in in Jacksonville but value here's 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 value he is in the calculator at 15.5 points a late 23 first is 20 points, which means technically he's valued less 
than a first, but I don't think there's a but world in which you are getting him for less than a first, especially when he's coming off of a six catch two touchdown game like he just did. And a 24 first is worth 15. So he's pretty much worth a 24 first. I guess first, let's ask, would you guys give up your 111, 112, and 23 for Christian Kirk? And if the answer is no, like John is shaking his head, would you give up a 24 first for him? Not a chance. Neither of them. Correct. No. Sorry, Russ, he's not worth the first to me. Never will be. Well, especially next year when Calvin Ridley comes back and just takes every single target away, you know, it is what it is. You know, there's nothing you could do about that. That's Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, I want the picks. Yeah, I'm curious, like, maybe we need to do another show on, like, the 24 firsts now to see what we think we can do for our competing teams with the 24 first, because I feel like that's not bad getting Christian Kirk with a 24 first. He's the team isn't great. They're going to pass a lot. And Kirk is the first option, even though they annoyingly spread the ball around pretty well. I mean, Zay Jones keeps getting his targets. ETN is going to get some targets, which, you know, we're, we're happy with, but right now, Total, hold on, let me hit the average button because that'll be a little bit more fair with the amount of teams. Christian Kirk is the wide receiver 13 in points per game. And that's, I mean, he had one, two, three games this season under 10 points. And one of them was week five where he put up two points, which seems like an outlier. But 31, 21, like, where's last two games? And you still do, like you still scoff at the idea of a twenty four first for that sort of a ceiling. Yes, because the twenty four first, if you take out Bijan Robinson from the twenty three class, the twenty three class and the twenty four class are even right now. Like just so you know. Okay, but game theorying this a little bit, you trade your late twenty four first, so you can go and get a player assuming you can probably trade for a better first later. Like, are you really going to hold on to your first for two years? Like, I, I, me, no. So, like, I'm fine with the idea of trading for another one later, especially if it means winning now. I think I want to see the list because I feel like I can get a better player with my 24 first. I feel like I can get a player that'll give me the same comfort level putting in my starting lineup with a second. Um, granted, I might be wrong. But I might be wrong every time I start Christian Kirk as well, even though so Russ wants is... to act like he always scores really good points. There are several weeks he doesn't. So, But I just told you, there's only three weeks he scored less than double digits. That's There's also one where he scored 10.8, Russ. I mean, let's... I let's stick but, by yes, my that statement. is double digits, but it's a... It's a like, I, I'm not... I don't know why the arbitrary line is set at double digits to be... To be worth because it because it worked well for me, John. Okay, that's uh, exactly that's why I'm pointing it out. I don't know. That's, I, that is honestly just something I normally go to, and probably because it's easy to see quickly when you're looking at the row of points. Okay, so my list feels wrong, and we'll get into it. I'll read you the list, and I'll tell you why it feels wrong. Again, Christian Kirkworth, fifteen point five points. Here's the list: Brandon Ayuk. Gabe Davis, Christian Kirk, 
Terry McLaurin, and Jamison Williams. God, do we have anything on Jamison Williams yet? All that they keep saying is they are taking their time with him. Yes, they are. Like, is this going to be eventually just a shutdown for the whole year? Is all rookie seasons done? They'll probably give him the last few games of the season just to get his footing before the offseason. All right. Um, I think I can go. Um, I On this list, I want Gabe Davis first. Um, while he might also have some low weeks here and there, He's in he's in an offense where I expect him to have some boom weeks as well, like massive boom weeks, bigger than Christian Kirk boom weeks. Um, so I, I, yeah, I'm just biased. I will pair the guy with the best quarterback as the option here. The guy um, who's scoring three less points per game and has a lower max score this season than the guy we're talking about. Yes, I don't like Christian Kirk as much as you. I'm sorry, Russ. <laughs> I'm saying the numbers. I'm not talking about me right now. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yes, okay. I will. Gabe Davis I, first. Gabe Davis first. This is all close. I mean, there's Jameson Williams is actually last on my list, um, which is unfortunate because it's solely because we aren't seeing him. So he's number five. The the ones above him are all pretty close, really, really. But uh, so Davis, I'm gonna go. Ayuk? No, I'm going to go Kirk, then Ayuk, and then Terry McLaren. I'm just pretty pretty out on Terry McLaren, but uh, Ayuk and Kirk, those two are really, really close for me. But I'll go Kirk over Ayuk, because I, I think Kirk is more of the feature <laughs> than Ayuk is. Uh, so I think he, I think he's got a better chance to put, put up points for me. Um, I have Gabe Davis first. Um, I just like him more. I think the community likes him more and I only care about value. I have Christian Kirk at two. I have Ayuk at three. I have Jamison Williams at four because I think in eight weeks, uh, Jamison Williams is going to have more value than Terry McLaurin. That's There's a chance though. he does now. Um, so I would, I would rather just go ahead and have the younger asset um, than whatever's happening on the Washington football team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's still a shame that McLaurin is on the Washington football team. Ugh. So here's why the list is weird. You guys both put Gabe Davis first on your list. Gabe Davis is the only player I listed that is below Christian Kirk on the calculator. <laughs> Interesting. And I put him second behind Christian Kirk, who I have first, because while... We have seen Gabe Davis score four touchdowns in one game. And, oh, man, that what was that game where he caught two catches for, like, two 200 touchdowns. yards and two <laughs> touchdowns? Like, that ridiculous, like, 156 yards and two touchdowns? Yeah, he can do that. Yep. That's cool. But I think we have – if I want to put floor and ceiling together, Kirk is above Davis, even though everything John said is true. Davis is on the better offense. Davis has the better quarterback. But – Kirk is higher on the team's ladder, respectively. So I'll do that. I have Terry McLaurin third, and I think I'm changing that now that I'm saying it out loud, because I think I'm putting Jamison Williams third because McLaurin is doing okay, but he's aging out dynasty value wise. That offense isn't going to get better in any way, shape, or form. 
So yeah, I'm going to put Jameson Williams third because I think the allure of the unknown and Jameson Williams and all of that is going to very, like Kane said, probably already outweighs Terry McLaurin, who I'm going to put to fourth just because even still, I think he's steadier than Ayuk. Ayuk, I like the idea of Brandon Ayuk. I don't like the idea of the San Francisco offense right now, especially because I don't know if they know what they want to do. So I don't think Ayuk will ever really be consistent. And especially when we're coming in now, I don't think his ceiling is high enough for the lack of knowing what the heck that offense is going to do that week. Like give Elijah Mitchell the ball 15 times when you traded your entire draft for Christian McCaffrey. The end. Okay. No one has anything to say about that. I guess I just, everything I said was perfect. Cool. Okay. Well, that is it for our show. We are closing the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kane Fassell at Devi underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We're out. Of here.